If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 26, 2011. And today we're going to uh, veer off course from the study we've started on the uh, hidden Luciferians in the Christian community or culture. And uh, there was just too many breaking current events that have been going on. I need to just do a study on that, and then, Lord willing, next week we'll go back to the other study that we had started that I mentioned. Uh, This week we're going to be covering really a multitude of topics here, trying to fit this all in. Uh, Basically, the things that we're going to be talking about are the news stories, the breaking news events that the mainstream news is totally essentially ignoring, and I mean mainstream, alternative isn't, um, but the mainstream news tends to be totally ignoring these issues, and um, we're going to be looking at kind of an in-depth study on several different topics. Uh, In total, it's probably about closer to about 20 different things that we'll be looking at. Uh, Some of them are related to one another, so... We've got them broken, broken up kind of into categories here. This was an original story from a, a news outlet, and I've added to it quite a bit and um, edited that, so it's a little more pertinent today's studies. But we're going to be talking about the uh, crisis at Fort Calhoun, uh, the nuclear facility, the potential flooding uh, that's going on in that area. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, Fukushima a little bit more as well regarding that situation to see Um, regarding the radiation and uh, that particular thing, which has not gotten any better. If anything, it's worsened. Uh, This is very similar to the Gulf um, oil spill that we had done several studies on last year. And at first there was a lot of coverage, and then it just faded away. And you you really hardly hear anything about it anymore. It's as though it's a non-issue. And that situation is essentially just as bad as it ever was. Um, And remember, that's a cumulative situation, just like radiation. It's cumulative. So, in reality, it's worse than it was before, because these types of things tend to accumulate in the environment, in the air, in in the soft tissues of, um, well, sea creatures or animals or humans. And as they accumulate... Your body might have been able to handle it, in other words, for a week or so, but then if you have 52 weeks of that, that accumulation is what ends up overcoming you from a physical standpoint. So we're going to be looking at that. Um, Really, too many things to mention. It's probably the biggest table of contents I've ever had. It's... um, It's about a page and a half long, just a table of contents. The actual PDF that I will be putting up for today that I've been working on this week is about 29 pages. We're not going to probably be covering all 29 pages today. Uh, Some of that, at the very end, I posted actual radiation remedies. I've sent that out to my email list, but I wanted to include it in a PDF as well uh, regarding radiation and what you can do from a natural standpoint to safeguard yourself and actually detox the radiation out of your system. Uh, Again, things that you're most likely not going to hear in mainstream news, and they're going to say it's a non-issue. So, news events that the mainstream media is being strangely quiet about right now, and 
I'm just going to start reading here. As the mainstream media continues to be obsessed with the Anthony Weiner and his bizarre adventures on Twitter, much more serious events are happening right now around the world that are getting very little attention. In America today, if the mainstream media does not cover something, it's almost as though it never happened. Right now, the worst nuclear disaster in human history continues to unfold in Japan. U.S. nuclear facilities are being threatened by floodwaters. The U.S. military is bombing Yemen. Gigantic cracks in the earth are appearing all over the globe. And the largest wildfire in Arizona history is causing immense devastation. But Anthony Weiner, Bristol Palin, and Miss USA are what the mainstream media wants to tell us about. And most Americans are buying it. The corporate-owned Mainstream media is not interested in looking out for us. Rather, they're going to tell us whatever fits their agenda that their owners are pushing. And that is why more Americans than ever are turning to alternative media. Well, I don't know. Hopefully that's the case. I don't know. Uh, I don't really see a mass awakening that some people say and the claim they see. I I hope that does happen. But I know that the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that God shall send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And that's in regard to the end times that we're in and that we're moving further into. So, yes, I do think more people are waking up. Uh, and this is, a, this is the reason why this ministry exists, essentially, from, from a partially. I mean, my main interest is, is wanting to see souls being saved, ultimately. Uh, they get the truth from a current event standpoint, things start to click there, and then they start to realize, wow, this totally lines up with the Word of God. This totally lines up with, you know, what the Word of God says. And then they turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and get saved. That's the main goal or agenda. Really should be for any ministry, I think. There's different ways of going about that. You know, there's a direct evangelism, there's being a watchman, which is all this ministry claims to be. There's different ways you can go about accomplishing that, and that's why the body, the, the Bible says that you know we are the body of Christ, and there's different members in the body of Christ. You know, and can the eye say to the hand, depart of me, I have no need of you. No, we're all essential uh, in whatever calling God's put you in. So just because you may not be doing exactly what a particular pastor or evangelist or ministry is exactly doing, that may not be your exact calling. And he's got you there for that reason. So I want to say that to encourage everyone as well. You know, uh, I'm no better than, than anybody else. I'm not claiming to be. <laughs> and I'm just trying to, you know, get some, some current, these current events out that relate to uh, the Bible so that we can reconcile the biblical issues with current events. Uh, this, is, this teaching is kind of a good example of that today. So, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Number one, the, the first thing we're going to cover is the crisis at Fort Calhoun Nuclear Facility in Nebraska has received almost no attention in the national mainstream media. Back on June 7th, there was a fire at Fort Calhoun. The official story was that the fire was in the electrical switchgear room at the plant. The, the facility, I mean, this is stuff they had up on their website that you know they admitted to. The facility lost power to a pump that cools the spent fuel pool for approximately 90 minutes. According to the Omaha Public Power District, the fire was quickly extinguished and no radioactive material was released. But the crisis at Fort Calhoun is not over. Right now, the nuclear facility at Fort Calhoun is essentially an island. It is surrounded by rising floodwaters from the Missouri River. Officials claim that there is no danger and that they are prepared for the river to rise another 10 feet. 
The Cooper Nuclear Station at Brownsville, Nebraska is also being threatened by rising floodwaters. A, quote, notification of unusual event, or N-A-U-E, I believe is what they call them as well. N-O-U-E, I'm sorry. Uh, was declared at Cooper Nuclear Station this morning at 4.02. Now, that was a few days ago. The notification was issued because the Missouri River's water had reached 42.5 feet. All the dams and levees all the way back to Garrison Dam are at full or above full capacity. As the U.S. government already knows what is looming on the horizon, troops have been positioned throughout the CONUS in response to the notifications of unusual events. Now, you could just read that and say, oh, okay, no big deal. Another day, another dollar, whatever. But the re- reality is is there's a lot of dams upstream of these nuclear power stations on the Missouri River and other main rivers that all end up flowing into the Mississippi. Not to say there's not other ones, but in relation to this study, that's what we're talking about. And from the information I've seen, a lot, of, most of those dams are all at full capacity. I mean, they're literally, you know, to the brim. And they're releasing as much water as they can release, but if the floodwaters got any worse and one of those dams broke, particularly upstream, it would be like a domino effect where all the water, uh, one up in Montana that feeds into Missouri, I believe has like a 160-mile lake behind it. And the water from those dams, from that lake, if that dam broke, would literally go down the Missouri in essentially a, I believe it was referred to as a, uh, kind of like a landlocked tsunami of water. And as soon as it hits the the next dam, that dam's going down. And then the next one and the next one. Now, these nuclear power plants being right on the side of the river, (laughs) obviously you can see the scenario where we're trying to uh, give you here. Uh, things that, these are things to pray about as well. Uh, if, if you don't know about something, you, you would never know to even pray about it. So, uh, the alternative media, which is mostly a secular type of, yeah, we're going to fight the New World Order, but we're going to do it our way. You know, we're going to fight it, and we're not going to rely on God. We're, we're going we're gonna to expose it in and of ourselves. That's not going to happen. <laughs> They've got way more many resources. They're the ones that Satan is prepositioned in this world. Um, that are essentially in control of this war from a political, economic, religious type of thing. Uh, all the false religions, you know, fall in there as well. The Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, and we can boldly come before the throne of grace to make our supplications known, as the Bible says, so we can go to the Lord Jesus Christ and appeal regarding these things. The one thing about this is that America is ripe for judgment. You know, the... 50 million plus babies that have been aborted in America since Roe versus Wade. The um, sodomite agenda advancing, we're going to talk about that this week. They've just legalized um, gay marriage in New York, and it's going to literally become a magnet for gay couples. Uh, and the th- all the things going on that we've reported recently about Obama pressuring Israel to give up more land and establish a Palestinian state. Uh, the things that we've documented in recent weeks about the horrific weather. Uh, I, I had, um, uh, we were watching the Weather Channel. We, I went to pray recently over an area in um, western North Carolina. Uh, it's called the Dragon. And it's a road where four to five people literally every year die on. It's only 11 miles. And 
bikers from all over the planet go there. Uh, anywhere from Harley to uh, um, the go fast bikes to everything in between. There's there's been they they've even had like cars there, like the most expensive cars they make on the planet. One's like a two million dollar car. They go there because it's this real windy, twisty, turny thing that you go on and and four to five people die there every year it's only 11 mile stretch of road and and there's a lot of uh, um i talked to a guy that actually almost died there uh, in depth about it and uh he he uh he said that they had occult uh ceremonies there uh off the actually literally off this dragon and there's a lot of different little paths you can take off of it and um, my daughter and I went there, and we were we were stopping along the way, trying to go back and find if there was any type of altar or place where they're doing these ceremonies and this type of thing. A lot of wickedness with the area. It was where the Trail of Tears started, uh, Cherokee stronghold, and then uh, a lot of Cherokee were killed there. And then it turned into a moonshining mecca for that whole area that fed Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, and South Carolina. So a lot of a lot of bad uh, history, a lot of things that would defile the land, essentially. So, anyway, we were at a hotel, and we were watching the Weather Channel, and they had this thing, and um, it was it was basically talking about uh, all of the natural disasters that have happened this year alone. And I mean, literally, really since, like, May, April, okay, I mean, we're talking... From April, May, and June, essentially, some of the biggest na- national or natural disasters that we've ever seen in America, by far the most concentrated natural disasters that they, I mean, they were, and they were doing all of this com- cross comparison of, of other years and things of this nature. And I mean, by far, I don't really think we could really compare it as far as the number and the magnitude from the Arizona wildfires. Um, uh, to the flooding in the in the um, Midwest, which is ongoing still, to all of the tornado outbreaks that we've seen, the severe weather that we've seen, uh, and I, don't, I know I'm not covering them all, but we're talking some really unbelievable things that have happened in a very short period of time, very much in conjunction with uh, Obama putting pressure on Israel to form a Palestinian state. Uh, a lot of other wickedness has, has come through the government um, in the last few months, as it always is, but it seems to be increasing. And it's as though you see God's hand of judgment on America. So, that's why I say, regarding this, yes, we can pray about it, but nevertheless, that's why Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, when he was in the Garden of Geth- Gethsemane, the night before his crucifixion. So those are things to kind of keep in mind. Uh, and, okay, let's go further here. Okay, so, parts of Nebraska nuclear facility are already under two feet of water. But so far, the emergency flood walls are protecting electrical equipment. Now, this is from a blog out of Washington. ABC News reports that there was already two feet of water at some points at Fort Calhoun Nuclear Plant. CNN also confirms this. Uh, they say U.S. nuclear regulators say two Nebraska nuclear power plants have pr- 
have protected critical equipment from the rising waters of the Missouri River, even though flooding has reached the grounds of one of them. Now, just remember, all it would really take is the floodwaters to rise a few more feet, and there's no way they're going to be protected anymore. They're they're gonna they're gonna breach the the. There's a rubber, literally like this rubber wall, around the power plant. And I even give you a picture here in the PDF that will be associated with June 26, 2011. And you can see this rubber wall. It would only take a few more feet, really, to most likely breach it at some point. And if any of the dams upstream were to break, then it's a foregone conclusion. Now you've got a Fukushima-like disaster on your hands at multiple nuclear power plants along the Missouri, most likely uh, going down into the Mississippi as well because the Missouri feeds into the Mississippi. And I give you a, a map where it actually shows you this drainage basin of the Mississippi River. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, let's see here. So... The Omaha Public Power District, which owns the plant, has built walls around the reactor transformers and the plant's electrical switch yards, NRC says. They've surrounded all the vital equipment with berms. Uh, an eight-foot-tall water-filled berm, it's this rubber water-filled berm, 16 feet wide in space surrounds the reactor containment structure and auxiliary buildings. The plant has brought... In an additional emergency diesel generator, water pumps, sandbags, and firefighting equipment as well, according to the regulars. The thing that, one of the things on the videos that I watched this week, because I've been researching this literally all week, they brought up, why in the world would you build a nuclear power plant on such low ground in a floodplain? Because this is like the floodplain for the Missouri. I mean, if you're going to do that, you need to elevate this thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking... You don't need to build it there at all, number one. You need to get to high ground to build something like this on very high, stable ground to build a nuclear power plant, something that has the potential to do more damage, as we're seeing in Japan, than just about any other thing you could build in America. The potential is there for a lot of bad stuff to happen, in other words. The two feet of water is in areas like parking lots, not within the reactor building itself. The Omaha World Herald notes that the river is expected to rise an additional four to five inches in the very near future at Fort Calhoun nuclear plants. Now, I give you a picture here, an over, kind of an overhead view, not really overhead, but a side overhead view of this Calhoun nuclear power plant, and you can see it's surrounded on all sides by water. It's literally part of the Missouri River at this point. It's like an island as part of this floodplain in the Missouri River, and um, it wouldn't take a whole lot more to uh, flood that. Okay, so this is the next story is the Nebraska nuclear power plant in flood zone media blackout. Now, I'm just going to play a clip for you here of this particular report. He's just going to bring up some obvious things, and this is kind of like a, a mainstream news outlet reporting on this particular situation. Okay, so I'm going to start at about 19 seconds into this. The, the reason that is is because the guy, when he comes out, he says, essentially, many people wondered when they built the Fukushima power plant in Japan that just what the H-E-L-L they were doing, building the plant so close to the ocean type of thing. And I didn't want to get that word in there. So I'm just going to start it from there so you can hear it. Building nuclear power plants along the coast of an area prone to earthquakes and tsunamis. 
It's as though they were just asking for this to happen. Who could have been so stupid? Surely, here in the United States, we're a lot more careful with where we build our nuclear power plants, right? Well, no. This is the Fort Calhoun nuclear plant, just outside Nebraska, just outside Omaha. Now, he's showing a picture like I have on the PDF of essentially different angle where you can see the power plant is literally, it's like it's inside a river almost. I mean, the way it looks in this particular picture. And not, in Nebraska. And no, it's not supposed to be completely surrounded by water. But I suppose that's what happens when you build a nuclear plant right in the middle of the floodplain of the Missouri River. Floodwaters from the rising Missouri River have settled at a foot and a half above where the plant sits. And the only thing stopping Fort Calhoun from flooding, just like Fukushima flooded, is a six-foot-high rubber wall surrounding the plant. But that's not the only nuclear power plant in danger. Just down the river in southeast Nebraska, the Cooper nuclear plant is also on the verge of flooding out. That plant sits at 903 feet above sea level, but on Sunday, floodwaters from the Missouri River peaked at 900 and a half feet, meaning just two and a half feet stood between Nebraska and a Fukushima-like disaster. So yeah, we almost lost Nebraska over the weekend, and yet no one seems to know about it. Back on June 7th, when the floodwaters first started threatening the Fort Calhoun plant, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission received a notification of an unusual event the lowest level warning on the NRC's four-stage disaster classification system. No big deal, they said. Keep moving. No droids in this car. But it does seem a little odd that since June 6th, the FAA has been enforcing a no-fly zone above the crippled plant. When asked about the no-fly zone, the FAA responded by saying it was put in place for security reasons that we can't reveal. Just like the no-fly zone over the BP oil spill which successfully stopped both news reports and scientific analysis of the water over the spill. You know, whatever's going on in Nebraska, this is a warning that Fukushima could happen here in the United States with very little warning. Not only do we operate nuclear plants in flood basins in Nebraska, but we also have plants built on fault lines in California and in the path of tornadoes in the American Midwest. And for those who are more superstitious, there's the Diablo Canyon power plant in California. It's not only named after the devil, but it also sits on top of an Indian burial ground. So is it really that our nation's nuclear plants are more secure than Japan? Or are we just, so far, really, really lucky? Frankly, I think it's time to stop rolling the dice with nuclear power. In the last decade, Germany built the equivalent of 10 nuclear power plants by putting solar panels on the roofs of hundreds of thousands of homes. And with that renewable power, Germany has announced that they will completely close down every single nuclear plant in their nation. Just last week, voters in Italy took to the polls to reject, by a 95% to 5% margin, a plan to build nuclear power plants in that nation. And in Denmark, a country that, as far back as 1988, banned the construction of nuclear power after Chernobyl, more than 20% of their electricity is generated through wind power. And within a decade, that'll be a half, 50%. Japan has just announced that they're ditching nuclear power. Fairly obvious reasons. The Swiss have announced no, new, no more new nukes. Even China 
has suspended the construction of all new nuclear power plants there. But here in the United States, we're building rubber walls around our submerged nuclear plants and just praying that the waters don't keep rising. And in an environment that's growing increasingly volatile, with more flooding and more tornadoes, thanks to global climate change, that strategy is almost certainly destined for failure. It's time to ditch nuclear power here in the United States. Look at what's going on in Nebraska right this very minute. And let's hope we're not too late. Okay, so that was his take on on things. Uh, when he said that the, the tornadoes and the flooding was due to global climate change, I, I think he's, you know, in reference more to, like, the Al Gore type of theories. And I'm not saying there's not a lot of global climate change going on right now for a lot of different reasons, but a lot of it, I do believe, has to do with HARP. Um, and uh, the person that's probably the most well-documented that up on the Internet that I know of right now is Dutch Sense. Uh, now, the problem is, caveat on Dutch Sense, he's, he's into some very New Age stuff. Um, I just found out the other day he's into like these frequency harmonic things where, you know, they're a lot of, that's, it's like the people that are in the secular world, particularly the ones that are fighting the new world order and they're, uh, they tend to get into the new age. If they're not Christian, they, a lot of times they tend to get into like new age stuff. They, they have to, they know inherently there's got to be some other way we fight um, this evil coming upon us. And... The problem is, is they're already the devil's children, essentially, and they don't even know it. And they tend to turn to options that are either totally man-centered or essentially witchcraft in one way, shape, or form. And I had a listener, Susan, who has a really awesome YouTube channel as well. She did a couple exposés on Dutch Sense, um, exposing a lot of the garbage that, that he's into. Now, I still think that what he's doing with the harp documenting these harp rings over America is, is a worthy thing. Uh, and he's documented a lot of the, the uh, these harp rings over the Midwest and over areas where we've already got huge flooding. What does that tell you? That tells you they're doing it on purpose. They're supersaturating the ground over the New Madrid fall line that when that earthquake does happen, the ground is going to be totally saturated. You've got... Um, f- massive flooding taking place, dams at their maximum. You've got all kind of nuclear power plants up and down those same rivers that will be impacted in the New Madrid fault zone. You've got natural, our main natural gas pipelines running, literally many of them running like parallel with the Mississippi River right through the M- New Madrid fault line. And we're going to talk about these things a little bit more. And you've got all these nuclear power plants in this Mississippi drainage flood basin. You have the potential there, just with the nuclear power plants alone, and earthquakes, and flooding, and all the other mitigating factors that I just mentioned. You, you, you have the potential there for the greatest disaster the world's ever known. I'm not saying that's going to be the case. I'm saying all the factors, everything is in place and essentially locked and loaded. And they're doing this on purpose with HARP and with creating massive floodwaters and, and, and massive snowfall during the winter, and that is a big reason why a lot, a lot of these dams are at capacity, because of the snow runoff. You've got all these tornado outbreaks, and, these, and I'm not saying God doesn't have his hand in this. The Lord Jesus Christ is in control, but also it appears as though our wonderful government is doing this on purpose. Um, remember, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
So this really shouldn't surprise us that you might say, well, why would they want to do that? Well, Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And these people are obviously not making rational decisions. The nuclear issue alone, uh, I'm looking at right now a map that I included in the PDF for this date, 626-2011, and it shows you all the nuclear power plants in America. Most of them are heavily concentrated on the East Coast, um, also in the Midwest, and a lot of them are you know, near or around the New Madrid fault zone, or would be impacted by that. So you've got a lot of potential really bad stuff going on here that could happen. Uh, I'll give you actually two maps of all of the nuclear power plants. I mean, now we have something to compare it to, Fukushima, and that's just one. And we've got multiple. So, it's, you know, it's something that, you know, we need to be praying about regarding that. There's a lot of people that are actually moving out of the whole eastern area altogether, the eastern seaboard. Uh, They're moving... There's a lot of different theories about supposed safe zones. And I do give you some videos at the end of some more people that are more convinced that, you know, you need to get to the Ozarks. And, um, but that's pretty near um, a lot of what's going to go down regarding the Mississippi River, New Madrid Fault as well. Uh, there, there could be, and if there was radiation contamination, you wouldn't be that far off. Ultimately, you need to do what the Lord Jesus Christ is convicting you to do. And if you don't know what that is, I would say pray and fast and, and, and seek his face to find what he would have you do in your respective situation. Because it may be different. It's probably going to be different for all of us, exactly what we're led to do. Um, this next particular paragraph, uh, I got this off an official Mississippi uh, river website, and it's entitled the Mississippi Drainage Basin, which is what we're really talking a lot about here with this general subject, New Madrid fault line, the nuclear power plants we're in reference to, the flooding, uh, a lot of different things relate to this particular map. The Mississippi River it has the third largest drainage basin in the world. Exceeding in size only the watersheds of the Amazon and the Congo Rivers, it drains 41% of the 40 eight contiguous states in the United States. The basin covers more than 1,245,000 square miles, includes all or part of 31 states and two Canadian provinces, and roughly resembles a funnel which has its spout at the Gulf of Mexico. So everything goes down into the Gulf of Mexico, which, again, that fiasco started last year, when they breached the salt dome, and, and, and I believe we've still got tons of oil leaking out of it. It's a very unstable area. Uh, what they did, what they've been doing, punching holes in the crust there in the Gulf of New Mexico, is also going to further destabilize that whole region, which does relate into the New Madrid fault zone. And most likely that was also by design, too, to set up for this mega disaster that may be on the horizon. Uh, let's go further here. Uh, waters as far from the east as New York and as far west as Montana contribute to the flows in the lower river in, into the Mississippi. So it's, it's a massive, and there's a map here you can look at, it's a massive uh, flood basin. 
Now, I also, I give you my teachings where I've mentioned the whole concept of the New Madrid. If this is the first time you're hearing about the New Madrid Fault Zone, I've done, I've done teachings recently, uh, one on April 5th, entitled Wormwood, Planet X, Nibiru, Common Elenin, NASA, Pole Shift, Nuclear Reactors, and Earthquakes. And then also, I did an end-time Bible teaching where I talked about it on March 23rd as well. So, if you... The search bar is working so much better now on the website. The um, My listener who's done a lot of work on the website uh, recently, um, he basically has made like an algorithm where if you key in a certain thing, it's going to... There's a lot higher likelihood you're going to find uh, a study now than there was a month and a half ago before before he had done this. Uh, so the, the website search bar at contendingfortruth.com is working a lot better. And also, if you want to sign up for the email list, the uh, I would highly advise you to do both health and the news, the uh, Christian. It's on the right side of the contendingfortruth.com website. And uh, you can sign It's all for free. And um, if you want to, if you need to unsubscribe, there's unsubscribe options in every newsletter that I send out as well. So it's all automated now, and um, that is growing by leaps and bounds. The toolbar is also growing very much as well. There's a toolbar we have now which has some really cool resources. Another listener put that up. And um, so things are, the website's probably never been better. I don't think that there's ever been a point in time when the website's been uh, what it what it is now. It's really uh, moving in the right direction. So praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. So anyway, uh, next thing you, you look at here, and I, I kind of I cobbled a lot of this together. It wasn't in the original main article, but I found it because I did a lot of research this week on the subject. And um, this is a actual uh, map of New Madrid's giant pipeline bomb is the name of the article. And it shows all these different pipeline routes of natural gas that literally start in Louisiana and go, I mean, it's like, it goes right through, basically paralleling the Mississippi River and through the New Madrid Fault Zone. So we've heard a lot about the New Madrid Fault. Despite the dangers and warnings, the area continues to be flooded, fracked. That's another thing I haven't even mentioned yet, where they're fracking, which is basically where they go in and they drill for for natural gas and they pump all kind of toxic stuff into the ground in order to... I guess, get the natural gas out. And they're fracturing, fracking, fracturing the crust there, which is further destabilizing the area, an already incredibly unstable area, uh, and also polluting the groundwater and everything else down below. And I believe there's a documentary in that called Gasland that you can look up on the internet and watch. That's a whole other subject. So, the area, this, this same area of the New Madrid Fault Zone, and then above it is being... Flooded, fracked, drilled, drilled for oil, harped, which we talked about, and tornadoed all while being home to 15 nuclear reactors. Okay, and again, this is, I mean, this is a really, really serious situation. This is why I said I've got to do a study this week where we're covering some of these events and we're just actually kind of getting started. As if that's not enough, there's also a little-known factor that will really make your hair stand on end. The fault zone is crisscrossed with major gas and oil pipelines delivering these volatile energy sources all over the United States. And it gives you the the full maps here of these um, uh, pipelines. 
so you can see for yourself. Uh, the company ProLine Energy delivers billions of cubic feet of gas per year through 19 major pipelines. Note that pipelines cross the New Madrid Fault seismic zone. And again, you can see the map on the PDF for this teaching. This is a quote by Ed Gray, Missouri State Emergency Management Agency. And he says, you have four of the five major national natural gas pipelines come right through the soup in New Madrid, the soft alluvial soil. They carry gas all the way to Detroit, Chicago, Indianapolis, and Pittsburgh. If the earthquake happened during the winter, you're going to have major league problems on your hands. Try to explain to someone why you cannot heat a nursing home or keep a hospital warm. Now, that's just one scenario. What about if an earthquake happened and one of these things caught fire? Or what if you had the, the nuclear plants going down and a you know, massive earthquake in the area, nuclear plants going down, and then these natural pipelines broke? I mean, hopefully you can see that the scenario, the potential scenario would be unbelievable. Uh, another quote says, An earthquake in the middle of the country along the precarious New Madrid fault could have enormous fiscal and energy consequences. Virtually every natural gas pipeline in the nation is built over that fault. You'll see the, ex- you'll see the explosion reflected off the moon. In other words, if it, if it caught fire. And then they, they give you another map here which, um, of that particular area. And they, give you, they even label all the pipelines. and you know, They're not making this stuff up. Uh, the map that we're looking at here, 10 interstate pipelines are at high risk for multiple damage from New Madrid and Wabash Valley earthquakes. And again, if you want to know a little bit more about the New Madrid, again, I, I give you the studies above there in the middle, and you can click on those, because I'm not going to rehash all the New Madrid stuff over again that we've already covered in previous teachings. Going further, it says, Now, if someone wanted to bring this nation to its knees, where do you think they'd strike? Look to me... Looks to me the U.S. has an exposed jugular. The globalist hidden hand is already tanking the economy, adulterating and hindering food supplies, and deliberately toxifying the environment, all the while setting Americans at variance against each other and every imaginable enemy possible in order to create an atmosphere of fear, scarcity, and ultimate dependence on some critical power to save them. See, they want to be the big brother savior that you turn to in order to get your solution. But an event of this proportion would be devastating. I don't mean to spread fear, but we're, we're seeing a continual assault, for whatever reason, natural or otherwise, on this entire region. Um, and then he goes on to say that we covered many of these possibilities in, divi- in his article, Dividing and Conquering America at the New Madrid Fault. And there's a link here you can click on if you want to read more about that as well. So that will give you a little more information. So I wanted to... That situation alone, we could have just devoted the whole study to. And there's a lot of different theories up there, particularly if you throw in the mix about uh, solar storms and potentially Comet Elenin or the Brown Dwarf Star coming into our system, the pole shift that uh, is a good possibility is happening, at least in part right now. And we're going to look at that a little bit more as well. Or some type of shift is occurring. It's no, it's, there's no doubt that magnetic north is shifting on the planet. And it's causing problems already. And um, it's not something that's a theory on that one. It's, it's a proven fact. So I'm trying to stick with the things that we can prove. But also give you the scenario, possible worst case scenario of things that may come in the future. That may relate to these things. So the second thing um, that this article brings up 
regarding stories that the media is not covering. Most Americans are aware that the U.S. is involved in wars in Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya. However, the truth is that the U.S. military is also regularly bombing Yemen and parts of Pakistan. If you count the countries where the U.S. has special forces and or covert operations on the ground, the U.S. is probably active in more countries in the Middle East than it is not. Now there are even persistent rumors that U.S. ground units are being prepared to go into Libya. And that really shouldn't be any surprise, really. Are we watching the early stages of World War III unfold right before our eyes in slow motion? I would say definitely yes. And again, I've said this before, but if they can get their puppet dictators in these new countries that they've conquered, puppet dictators that are going to be much more sympathetic and much more wanting to invade Israel, whereas a lot of these other dictators that were kind of in their position, and they've been in their position for a long time, really don't want to go there. They don't probably don't want to get into that type of war with Israel. If they could instill a more radical regime in there that is more fundamentally Islamic, and I mean that because they're being more fundamental to the faith of the Quran, which commands them to slay the Jews, to destroy the infidels, and to wipe the Jews off the planet, if they can instill these regimes in these particular countries, then they'll be able to have a more unified front against Israel when World War III breaks out. I believe that's a big reason why a lot of this is happening in the Middle East right now. You're seeing these countries all go down like dominoes, one after another after another, and all of their leaders are being deposed or being forced to step down one after another after another. They're trying to build a more, I believe, a more unified front in the Middle East that can go against Israel, thinking that their odds are going to be better at destroying Israel, which isn't going to happen from a biblical standpoint. So, and again, that's a whole other subject we have covered in many, many other studies, but also a lot in recent weeks. Going further, let's see here. The cri- again, this is the third thing. The crisis at Fukushima continues to get worse. Uh, Arnold Gunderson, a former nuclear industry senior vice president, recently made the following statement about the Fukushima disaster. Fukushima is the biggest industrial disaster catastrophe in the history of mankind. End of quote. This is a former nuclear industry senior vice president. Flat out says Fukushima is the biggest industrial catastrophe in the history of mankind. And yet it's receiving virtually no press at all. Not in America. You don't even hear about it. Anymore, Of course, I don't have, you know, the TV. I kind of check on the computer. I, I check some of the mainstream news reports that are coming through every day, every other day. But I don't see stuff about Fukushima in there. No, there's a media blackout. It's what they do with these types of things. TEPCO has finally admitted that this disaster has released more radioactive material into the environment than Chernobyl did. That makes Fukushima the worst nuclear disaster of all time, and it's far from over. Massive amounts of water is being poured into the spent fuel pools in order to keep them cool. This is creating hundreds of thousands of tons of highly radioactive seawater that has got to go somewhere. Inevitably, much of it will get into the ground and into the sea. Arnold Gunderson says the scope of this problem is almost unimaginable. 
TEPCO announced that they had a melt-through. A melt-down is when the fuel collapses to the bottom of the reactor. And a melt-through means that it is melted through some layers of the bottom of the reactor. That blob is incredibly radioactive, and now you have water on top of it. The water picks up the enormous amounts of radiation, so you add more water, and then you are generating hundreds of tons, hundreds of thousands of tons of highly radioactive water. Now, I was really never big on getting rid of nuclear, up until I'd seen recently what can happen, like in Japan, obviously. It is just a gigantic, huge nightmare waiting to happen. I mean, massive. Uh, as particularly when the New World Order boys are going to know all of this and are most likely doing all this on purpose. It's the perfect storm, and then they can just walk away from it and say, well, we're innocent. We didn't know. We didn't think that this would get, this area would get hit with a tsunami that they most likely created through HARP. You know? Even if it was God's doing. They had to know that this was a scenario that could happen. So now you've got not only the air being contaminated with all types of radioactive particles, and iodine-131 is just one of them. You've got plutonium, strontium, uh, cesium. You've got all kinds of things going on there. And that's why I'm going to give you the radiation remedies at the end so that you can do some proactive things to protect yourself because I see that as being one of the most, potentially the worst things that could impact everyone. I mean, a tornado comes through, it's only going to hit a localized area typically. I mean, it's not going to, like, hit all the United States at once. Whereas radiation is there, and it can be there for millions of years, and gets into the air and starts affecting everybody. It's a little different dynamic. So, uh, let's see here. The mainstream media is not paying much as much attention to Fukushima these days, but that doesn't mean that it is not a major league nightmare. The elevated levels of radiation are being reported by Japanese bloggers all over the eastern Japan. There are reports of, of sick children all over the region, and I give you, there's links here to a lot of these things, like when it says Japanese bloggers all over eastern Japan. There's a link here you can click on if you want to see some of what the bloggers are talking about. There's multiple links in this article that you can do that with. I forgot to mention that. Uh, that way you can verify it for yourself. There are reports of sick children all over the region. One advisor to the government of Japan says that that an area approximately 17 times the size of Manhattan is probably going to be uninhabitable. I think that's very conservative. But it's like a dead zone. Nobody can live there because of the the radioactive uh, contamination. Of course, the mainstream media has been telling us all us all along that Fukushima has nothing to be concerned about, and that the authorities in Japan have everything under control. Well, they're total liars. You know, they're of their father the devil, and of his works they will do. He was a liar from the beginning, and they're just like their dad. <laughs> Essentially. You know, anybody that, that, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but a lot of these people that are in the mainstream media have just sold their souls to Satan in, other, in, in order to make a buck. Because they've got to know a lot of what's going on, and yet it's an army of media that are suppressing this type of information. I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm saying the vast majority of them have totally sold out. You know, they're not going to go against orders, and they're going to just report on what they're reported on, what they're told to report on. Sarah Palin's daughter and Anthony Weiner and whatever else, 
is going on in the sports world and in the entertainment world and in Hollywood. Keep your eyes focused on that garbage. Um, Casey Anthony, that particular court case. You know, there's 4,000 babies that are aborted, slaughtered every day in America. That doesn't get any press. Although, that, that's all. They, they, weren't, they weren't a baby, I guess. They, they were just a blob of protoplasm or whatever that these atheistic, you know, they're not worthy of our attention. Well, they're worthy of God's attention. <laughs> and that innocent blood is crying out from the land. And all these homosexuals and sodomites advancing their agenda. You know, all of the wickedness going on in the pornography industries and in just just self-centeredness in America and how our values, and and, and I'm not talking about my listeners, I'm talking about the, the average Joe, you know, out there. Or even lukewarm Christian, warm in a church pew somewhere, the frozen chosen. You know, they're just not concerned about these things. They're, they're, they're not even thinking they're, they're non-issues. I mean, you get into this stuff and you, you're labeled as a conspiracy theorist or whatever. And it's, a, it's a conspiracy fact. And Satan always seeks to hide his agendas. And many times he tries to hide them in plain sight. All of this stuff has been, is out there, the information is out there, yet it's just not being reported on. And it's as though it doesn't exist. You cannot rely on the corrupt, evil, totally Illuminati-controlled, New World Order-controlled, mainstream media to get truth. You cannot do it. You're going to get truth mingled with lies, or you're not going to get any truth at all. Or you're going to get things that you should be seeing totally not even spoken about. They're suppressing stuff. So I learned this a long time ago. And this is a big reason why I got into this ministry, is to to get truth out there so people are aware of it, so Christians can pray about these things and inform others and warn others so that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge and that we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. According to what the Bible says, if you're ignorant of Satan's devices, it's a matter of time before he's going to get an advantage of you in some area of your life. I learn new stuff every week that I was potentially deceived about. And there's just so many devices of Satan. And the Bible says in Matthew 24, 24, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. And in that reference, it's in reference to false prophets, but it, I believe it's also in reference to the end times we're living in. There's just going to be a lot of deception out there. And the last place you're going to get the full story is, is, is from the mainstream media. So, going further, I had a listener, Julie, she had sent out this email, I think to her family, and it just kind of sums things up pretty well, which is kind of like the same subject I'm just talking about here, you know, kind of reaching out to your loved ones, or to your co-workers, or to other people, and trying to get them, now a lot of people say, well, yeah, but they don't want the truth, they're blind to this and that, well, that's kind of going to be the norm, but their blood's off your hands, you know, you've warned them. Ezekiel 3 and 33 talks about the watchman. If you warn not the, you know, the people that the sword is coming upon the city, God will require their blood on the watchman's hands, essentially. And not something that you want to be put in a, a position of, 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 of being accountable for. Um, I mean, if you were in a burning building, you'd want somebody to warn you about it. It's just common courtesy. It's, it's do unto others as you have done unto yourself. 
And um, she's writing a, a letter to her family, kind of regarding the subject. He says, I think it's important that we understand the true scale and the potential impact of the radiation from Fukushima so that we can prepare our families and help those around us to prepare as well. The situation is indeed critical. Recently, TEPCO, the Tokyo Electric Power Company, admitted that 730,000 terabequiles of radiation have been released into the atmosphere and 720,000 terabequiles into the ocean. The ocean contamination is already 10 times greater than the amount of radiation released by Chernobyl into the Black Sea, and Fukushima is still releasing radiation. This radiation is being carried by the atmosphere, atmospheric jet, jet stream, through the northern hemisphere and now into the southern hemisphere as well. The oceanic thermo, thermohaline conveyor will carry the ocean-borne radioactive particles into every ocean and ultimately will pollute every seashore. It's all connected. The air's all connected. The oceans are all ultimately connected. So, it's not just a problem with Japan. <laughs> That's going to spread. Obviously, yes, it's going to get more diluted the farther away it gets away from Japan, but still, it's if it keeps pumping it out, and then if you have this happen in other nuclear reactors, like we just talked about in Oklahoma or uh, all of the multiple nuclear reactors that are in America... I mean, you're talking, I can't even imagine. It's, it's hard to comprehend the potential. But let's go further here. As a reference, a terabequiel, terabequiel is roughly equivalent to one trillion potentially fatal doses of radiation. One trillion. So, one trillion, there's not even that many people on the planet. There's that much, one trillion fatal doses of, to an average person. I mean, that's, there's not even a trillion people on the planet. So that just tell, goes to show you how um, grave the situation really is. Inhaling or ingesting a single alpha-emitting particle can cause a fatal cancer. It has been found that people in the Seattle area are already inhaling, on average, a, of five alpha-emitting particles per day. The response of the U.S. government is, has been to shut down radiation monitoring stations and raise the published minimum exposure levels for radiation. Well, that's what Satan would do. Well, we'll just shut down the radiation monitoring stations, essentially, and, and uh, we'll, we'll raise our minimum exposure. To put it bluntly, it's not in the interest of the U.S. or most other governments for their populations to become aware of the scale and potentially lethality of this radiation exposure. The reasons for this are beyond the scope of this document, but the message is that if you wait for guidance from the government, you will be toast, perhaps quite literally. It is important to be aware that radiation is already contaminating food products in the U.S. Radiation has been found in lettuce from California and in dairy products in Vermont. If you need one more kick to get you off your duff to start storing grains, beads, beans, and seeds, this is it. Any dried products that you buy now will have been harvested before the Fukushima disaster, which occurred on March 11th. That is something to think about. Any products harvested after that date are suspect, including produce, fruit, and dairy products. Please keep in mind that radiation is invisible and tasteless. In some cases, people may notice a metallic taste in their mouth after high exposure, but at that point, it may be too late. 
So the message is, don't be complacent. Start preparing and protecting your family now. I am sure that there will be lots of questions about this. I make no claim to be an authority, but I have been following the situation carefully. Perhaps we should organize a community meeting to discuss these issues after the solstice hubbub dies down. Anyway, that was the end of the letter. So, a lot of good points they brought up there. Uh, The Bible says, The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. The simple pass on and are punished. The Bible says, Go to the ant. Look at the ant, essentially, and see what the ant does. I'm paraphrasing here. That the ant stores up its food in summer so that it has plenty of food to eat in the winter. You know, and I understand that, that may be different for other people. Some people may not be able to, maybe they don't have any other income to go out and buy anything. And God knows that. I'm not saying God can't take care of those people, but if you have the means to do some preparation here regarding potentially for um, clean water, or storable food, these types of things, things where you could, if things get bad, that you won't have to go to Big Brother with your hand out. Because you're not going to want to pay the price Big Brother is going to require of you. Now, could you imagine if this stuff went down in concert with something like a uh, uh, a biological attack where they were forcing forced vaccinations on everyone? So if they did this in conjunction with some type of supposed biological outbreak, and we've, we've done tons of studies on the swine flu, and I did a whole... T- uh, DVD series on the um, with the Prophecy Club on the Avion Flu, which I did back in 06. You could still get that, I believe, through the Prophecy Club or CuttingEdge.org. I've also got videos on the internet on YouTube on that as well. They're more, a little more updated on that. That that information is just as pertinent today as it ever was back then. But I guess the point is, is if you start combining cataclysmic things like pandemics and or Something like earthquakes, or now we're, we're looking at a nuclear meltdown with the flooding. I mean, <laughs> it's unlike anything that you could almost in, envision in your head. It, it, the, the potential for disaster. Uh, and really, we're so set up for it in today's day and age. From just all the things I just mentioned at the start, of, of all the things that appear to be locked and loaded regarding that, and I think it's why it's really important to be seeking the Lord every day, being in the Word, praying, if the Lord leads you to fast, about these particular situations, um, not just for yourself, but for the sake of your family as well, uh, to know, you know, and, and what to do, and, and um, there's just so much to, to that could potentially go wrong in the near future. So let's go ahead here, and we're going to advance a little bit further. Now, the Bible says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee, Psalm 56.3, meaning God, and that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind and these types of things. So, again, I'm not doing this to be try to get everybody in a, a state of fear. I'm doing this as watchmen to warn. Uh, I'm not in fear. I'm really not. I mean, I, I know that's easy to say, but I'm not. I mean, I'm concerned, and I'm glad I know about it to pray about it, because I think there's very little prayer going up, because very few people know about it, and because of their, their trusting the mainstream media. 
And as a result, there's not a lot of prayer going on about these types of scenarios. And uh, that's exactly what Satan wants. He wants minimal prayer going up about these particular situations. He wants that when things start to go down for people to be just totally unaware of what's happening to them, and for a spirit of fear to fall and descend on them, and I don't mean fear of God, I mean just fear of man, and the fear of man bringeth a snare. The fear of man would also encompass, like, you know, a lot of these potential scenarios that I'm laying out before you. You know, if you were to die, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord as a born-again Christian. So, I look at death a little, well, I know I look at death a whole lot differently than the average secular person, absent from the body, to be present with the Lord, you know, to um, just what a, you're going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. So, death is a door to eternity for a born-again Christian. So, it's not something that, I mean, honestly, you know, I know that's easier said than done, but it's not something I go around fearing. It's almost something I go, to a certain extent, looking forward to. You know, because I mean, this trying to keep up with all this stuff is just, it can be maddening. And this is why I try to consolidate things every week. And, you know, if you're going to just, I'm not saying just only listen to me, but what I'm trying to do is put a Christian perspective on these events that typically you're not going to get a a Christian perspective. You're going to get a one way, even alternative media, fear mongering, man centered perspective. We need to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust in His Word. And I'm not pointing, I'm not saying point anybody to me, I'm saying point people to the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. Because man can fail you. So, next article, uh, U.S. Nuclear uh, Baby death, Valley of Death, Millions to Die, says prominent doctor. Dr. Mark Circus. Spelled S-I-R-C-U-S, bearer of tragic radiation news. Sunday, the pre- prestigious Dr. Mark Circus released a new news report concurring with a host of scientists and other doctors, evident, giving evidence that people of Japan, United States, have been subjected to dangerous levels of radiation since the Fukushima nuclear plant meltdowns, and also subjected to a tight cover-up by authorities and media, the result of which will be millions of baby deaths and new cancer victims. Japanese and American children are already suffering with symptoms that appear to be the first signs of radiation sickness. And that's where you would expect to see it first, overtly at least. Finally, three months later, we are getting some numbers on the real dangers what the real dangers are. And finally, we can begin to understand the enormous cover-up of the nuclear doom that is reaching lungs all over the west coast of America, Canada, Alaska, Hawaii, and at least half of Japan, stated Dr. Mark Circus. Dr. Circus is the director of International Medical Veritas Association, and he's not a Christian. Okay, I was on his email list for a long time. And, uh, but he does have some very good information. As we shall see for years, all of them have been born with already polluted bloodstreams. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He goes on to say, for for infants, it's a terrible valley of death we have created for them. As we shall see for years, all of them have been born with already polluted bloodstreams, and now the very young ones are dying in greater numbers on the west coast of the United States since the Fukushima blew up. After the first week, officials had enough information to call for evacuations of a wide area of Japan and also Hawaii, Alaska, and the entire west coast of North America said Dr. Circus. All of northern Japan and the U.S. West Coast should have been evacuated according to protocols. 
but admittedly, this is impossible as evacuating the entire planet or the entire northern hemisphere. Okay, that's all said, good and said and done, but there's a lot of things that they could have been warned about and could have been doing from a supplemental standpoint that we will get into in this teaching, and also from a, just a plain trying to avoid exposure standpoint of not being outside excessively if it could be avoided, you know, to protect yourself. But none of that was done. Well, again, the, the, the first commandment of the New World Order Ten Commandments, which you can read on the Georgia Guidestones, and also in many other quotes given by the elite, is to reduce population to 500 million, I believe it is, or 50 million, which is almost, we're looking at almost a 95% reduction in world population. I understand that number's been anywhere from from a 60% reduction to all the way to a 95%, you know. I think if it was, obviously, Satan is behind this, the, the more the better for Satan. So... Um, it's all by design, is the reason this information is being withheld. All of, uh, let's see here, avoiding exposure is always the best plan, but there is no way to avoid breathing in air contaminated with hot, tiny hot particles. Well, that's not true. I mean, if you were inside, and in, in particularly inside with air purification going on, uh, you're going to obviously minimize the risk there regarding that particular thing, at least breathing in the contaminated particles. Um, Going further, inhalation issues are much more frightening than ingestion issues because you can pick and choose what you eat and drink, but you can't buy bottled air. Uh, Nuclear Toxicity Symbols Syndrome, one of the books authored by Dr. Circus, is about how to survive in in a nuclear and chemical environment, he says. Dr. Circus, a founding guide of the Gulf Coast Barefoot Doctors, de- delivers of the detox survival kits to hundreds of Gulf of Mexico BP oil and Corexit poison survivors. So he, he's been um, giving people down there these detox kits. I know another guy in alternative healthcare is also doing that. He's using, primarily what he was using is activated charcoal. Uh, we're going to talk about bentonite clay. Now, we're talking about the Gulf now. We're not talking about... With with the Gulf, you really weren't getting any kind of radioactive exposure that I'm aware of. You were getting more the chemical exposure from the Corexit, from the petroleum, from whatever else they were using down there. Um, And there were were a lot of doctors down there. And these barefoot doctors of the Gulf Coast, they they were down there trying to help a lot of people. But again, they don't get any press. It's as though they don't exist because evidently there's not a problem down there, according to the mainstream media. Echoing the frustration of many Gulf of Mexico barefoot doctors and other volunteers since the BP oil catastrophe there over a year ago, Dr. Circus states that one cannot do what is necessary to survive hell. Of course, this isn't hell. We don't... (laughs) You know, if any of us got a real glimpse of hell for 10 seconds, I I don't think any of us would would ever uh, compare what's going on on Earth now to literal hell, because we don't have a comprehension of that. Um, But anyway, if if a person doesn't know they are living in one, the problem is that due to the mainstream media blackout on environmental hazards associated with non-renewable 
energy big business, relatively few people know that the Gulf Coast people, the hell that the Gulf Coast people are enduring. Many Gulf Coast residents continue to attribute ongoing illness to a persistent, quote, flu, uh, just as more people are doing today in relation to the Fukushima radiation. Many Gulf Coast residents remain in denial that the Gulf of Mexico radiation from seeping oil and antibiotic-resistant material bacteria from the dispersant coagulant are lethal and the government has not helped them. This is why Dr. Circus and many healthcare professionals contributed to the work of Mr. Jeff Rents in his book, Coming Clean from Denial to Detox, that he offers freely to save lives. And I give you a link there. Now again, I think, I'm pretty sure those guys are new age, so I'm just warning you. <laughs> you know, I don't know what their total proposal is going to be. I just can't click on every single link to examine every single attribute of what they're recommending. But we're, and this is why I'm going to give you some things at the end of the art, uh, at the end of this uh, article regarding this subject of radiation, and and not only radiation but chemical poisoning as well. Uh, anyway, that's the that's the end of that particular one. I'm going to go ahead and stop for part one here, and we'll go to part two next. God bless you. If you would like to sign up for Scott Johnson's free Christian current events and health newsletters, please email him at drjohnson at ix.netcom.com. That's d-r-j-o-h-n-s-o-n at the letter i, the letter x, dot n-e-t-c-o-m dot com. With the word subscribe in the subject line. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line 450, Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.